And welcome back to another edition of Untapped Sports. My name is John Tomlinson. Joined alongside me, as always, is my co-partner, Spencer Barnaby. Spencer, how we doing? There's a lot going on <laughs> in sports, I feel like. I mean, I say that every week. There's a lot going on. I'm excited to talk about it. Yeah. My opinion is the correct opinion. Facts. So Honestly, yeah. I'm glad that we agree on one thing, yeah. and it's that you're always right. Well, we're always right. It's that the Mets are poverty and always will be. Yeah, and yeah, and that they don't deserve the man, the myth, the legend, Jacob. DeGrom. So this new guy, <laughs> Billy Epler, the new GM slash president of baseball operations, yeah, is their fifth one in the past thirteen months. Yeah, that has to be a record. Yeah, just throw away the franchise. Yeah, what are we doing? I wish they put those kind of records in MLB the Show so that they could be like, honestly, here's this thing. You don't want to do this. <laughs> it feels like they're playing the show in real life. For real. Where it's just like, at least from my experience on the show, like every, I'm, like, yeah. I'm never going to be good, but I try. I go on streaks, but then I regress to the mean, which is poverty. Which is, yeah, 90% chance of making the postseason by the All-Star break, but 0% chance Reagan by October. was president the last time they won a championship. Just think about that. You know, it's so we're funny. so far. It's remote. so funny because we we're just talking about the, we were talking about the Mets pre-pod and talking about how um, Jacob Degrom questionably could go down as maybe the greatest pitcher, barring less injuries. And if he finishes out his career, if he has five more years of solid baseball like he's been if he proving, sustains this, yeah. Good night, the kid's gonna be. I threw out the phrase, depending on we'll see where it takes him, greatest player of all time. Yeah, because he can hit mm-hmm. in the NL, which deserve okay. Quick question. Quick I know sidebar. You're about to ask, and I have an answer. But go ahead. And DH ask. in the in the NL. What do you think? I I don't like DHs. I think if you're a baseball player, I don't care what position you are. Pitching's fine. And look, mm-hmm. I get it's a different <clears throat> level than little league, high school. Yeah. You should have to hit. college even. Yeah. You should have to like. I'm I'm so tired of hearing like. I I don't know. I just I love back in the. I mean. I sound old, like back, back, in the day. back in the days when, <laughs> but it just it feels like it's yeah. just a part of this soft, like you're, but yeah. spe- you're a special guy, like you're like mm-hmm. the specialty. Yeah, just p- you play, like, yep. and it's. I know they throw hard. They got ice the shoulder. You can hit, mm-hmm. and you don't have to be a power guy. I'm not saying don't put him in the nine hole, but you. Yeah, I don't know. I'm in very much the minority in that, but you seem to agree with me. Yeah, I. I think that the AL deserves to have one because the NL does not. I think that's the biggest thing that does, that um, divides the two leagues, in my honest opinion. I think that it adds a whole new level to the World Series, actually, yeah. when these two teams come together and in a home in a home game, the only thing that so the thing that does not change, you know, obviously you're playing an away game. You play away games all year, right? But what does change also when you play an opponent in the other div- in the other league is that you either lose a DH or you gain one, yeah. and so that for me, I love that division. I love that there's that difference. So, yeah, interesting sidebars we kick off because that's, that's not where we wanted to start. I don't no, think. But I, yeah, I'm just not. I don't know. I just can't. I just want. You should have to hit. Like you yeah. just. Go, I get it's pitching is insane, mm-hmm. but just going out there and just throwing that's all you do. Like yeah. I. There's two sides of baseball. I agree. So that's just me. Yeah, that's fair. Learn how to bunt. (laughs) Bring bunting back. Honestly, yeah. Bring Bring, bunting back. Make bunting great again. I agree. That's what I'm Yeah, I agree. (laughs) Well, speaking of bunting, um, I think that we bunted when we predicted Austin Riley as our our MVP. And... Obviously, that ship did not <laughs> sail, and so this would be this will not be new news for those of you listening with us, of course, who are 
all of our 8 billion fans. Um, but, of course, Bryce Harper and Shohei Otani walk away with the NL and AL MVP awards. Can I just and say, I don't know how I feel about it. Austin Riley not being nominated and Tatis being nominated mm-hmm. as a finalist. I hope I find... <sighs> A wife down the road who loves me the way ESPN loves Fernando Tatis Jr. For that's, real. That's what I'm looking for in yeah. life. If I get half of that, I'd be fine. Yeah. Because it's it's a borderline obsession at this point. Yeah, it's so funny too that you say that because even the headline on the headline on my phone last night when I screenshotted my my lock screen and sent it to you and said, Are you kidding me? And you said, I'm not surprised at this point. Like nothing surprises me now on. Yeah. But here's the thing is that it was Bryce Harper wins. NL MVP over who? Fernando Tatis Jr. Yeah, and I was like, are you kidding me? I was like, just, are you kidding me? I couldn't imagine. I, I can't. I cannot. Just being, uh, just what a, ESPN is a simp. And I they need to be called yeah. such. Because well, I, mm. Tatis is. A simp, I, I agree. Is a jeter if he was a power hitter. Minus leadership, charm, every good quality jeter had. Mm-hmm. And it's like that's it. Like he's yeah, he makes a lot of errors, but gets a couple flashy plays. Twenty four of them, and then I think. Yeah. you just add on that he hits. Terrible comparison. My point was he'll never be Jeter, and I'm not even a huge Jeter guy. But I, I don't get the love for him at all. Yeah, I, I'm. I mean, he's a great player. Um, you know, it's been interesting. I talked to someone the other day about Acuna, and one thing that I am pretty solid on when it comes to new players in the MLB especially, because I think year in and year out we get new guys who are just, like, really good. And it's just really fun about the game right now is that, you know, Jonathan India just won the Rookie of the Year, right? He deserved and it, he unfortunately. he had a great year, yeah, right? He it. And so you look at guys like that and you go, oh, my gosh, I love seeing new talent come up in the MLB and rake absolutely rake yeah. right and get to have success in the MLB right we saw Chris, we saw Christian Yelich do it recently we saw Cody Bellinger do it we've seen a lot of young guys come in and do it recently Jack Flaherty being one of those call me crazy a Rosarina in the AL is it just me or does this guy already feel like a like a season pro oh my gosh yeah and he's in his like second year yeah I did, third, I, third real pro season yeah like I just look at him and I'm like this dude's supposed to be like like young like the rookie of the year guy and I'm like right. this guy might as well be a 10 year vet well, it was so funny when even when I saw him, he won Rookie of the Year. I was like, is he even eligible for that? That's what I'm saying. I mean, if Ben <laughs> was, Simmons can was, win it, yeah, for real, can win it. for real. Um, but so as we, I love watching this young talent come in. But but I'm always super big on I want to see them do it at least two or three times before I'm giving them the reins to anything, yeah. right? Because and I think that most guys prove that, right? Look at this last team that just won the World Series in the Atlanta Braves. What did Freddie Freeman do for the last like? It feels like 50 years. I mean, I can't remember the Braves without without Freddie Freeman for a lot of my life, in I've my never, honest opinion. I've never known them right? without Freddie, I don't think. And so we saw this guy come up and just become this MVP player, right? Yeah. And so I love that, right? I love that we see in, in baseball there's kind of less of the parody Right. And there's more of this, like, you never know from year into year out. That's what I love. Right. In the NBA, in the NFL, well, it's hit or miss in the NFL, but there's a lot of parody every year. There's a lot of just the same thing over and over again. NBA, especially, especially yeah. during that year where it was Golden State versus LeBron. And you're just like, okay, yeah. can we versus stop? LeBron. Yeah. Like, can we yeah. just stop? <laughs> I agree. And so I want to see guys do it on a consistent level before I'm, I'm just, like, handing them the keys to the MLB. Well, it's a good transition to Shohei Otani. Well, yeah. and not even that, but, like, what, like, Tatis has not done anything yet. No. Their team won 78 games this year. <laughs> 
their $800 million infield won 78 oh, games this year. I love in, it. In, in a division where the San Francisco Giants won 107 games. I like I I'm, I mean come on I mean it, oh come dude, on it just brings a smile to my face knowing stupid face Machado and overrated Tatis didn't even get 500 yeah. like it's just warms my heart yeah I'll be honest yeah I know you you're not a Machado hater like I am mm, but. I mm, I don't love him I, I I've appreciated the growth I've seen him have I'll say that That's fair. Um, but one of the greatest moments of the season was the Cardinals winning 17 games and Fernando Tatis Jr. dropping a ball in center field that was a great moment I oh, yeah. loved watching him make an error honestly but yeah I mean Yelich had a tough year this year and his that third year and I'm just like this is what I want to see I want to see these guys make adjustments and become great players because they they override the the off years. Did right? anyone of the Brewers hit above two hundred? Because in my mind, they did not. <laughs> yeah, I think that they were facing Corbin Burns out there most of the time because he, of course, walked away with the NL Cy Young, um, and Robbie Ray came away with the AL Cy Young. Which shout out twenty fourteen Detroit exactly Tigers. That's what I was about to say. Only Detroit Tigers could have that kind of talent and do nothing with it. No, for real. I think Aaron Birch has got to be crying his heart out right now. The f- you um, know what I do respect about Detroit as a city? They're consistent across all sports. Mm-hmm. They suck at all of them. <laughs> it's not like there's one where you're like, oh, that one's at least decent. No. Red Wings haven't been good since the 90s. Not only have they not been good, they've been terrible. Mm-hmm. Lions, I don't even think we need to talk about it. Yeah. And Sorry, Tigers, <laughs> Tigers 06, last yeah. time they were relevant. And then and still lost. Just go Cardinals. Go Cards. I <laughs> I can't uh, imagine having that talent. I don't care yeah. if they were younger. Like yeah. you still have the talent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey, but they did have a big signing here. Uh, they they signed Eduardo Eduardo Rodriguez. Um, and I'd be really curious because they got money to pay if uh, Carlos Correa will end up there. But you're talking about transitions, though. Shohei Otani. Um, I know that for most people who are baseball fans, um, and especially new but newer baseball fans, they are way more critically acclaimed on how amazing Otani is and how he's the first person to ever do this. And um, again, we're handing the keys off to this guy, I think, way too early, in my opinion. Um, I want to see this kid do it year after year. He spent like two years in the MLB being completely injured, which is just like his other friend, Mike Trout, who at least has done it year after year after year after year about being successful. Um, but, I mean, come on. I mean, I, I – look, I get it. He, won, he wins a unanimous, a unanimous MVP. But how in the world does Vladdy Jr. not walk away with a single vote? That, that shell shocks me. It just – what it shows me, and it, I don't know if it shows me, it more affirms what I've thought the last few times we've seen MVP voting across all sports generally – it's just that the voters, it just it means less to me than I think it used to. And that it, even like for Pro Bowl and All-Stars and like some of this stuff, mm-hmm. like it, to me it just means less than it used to because you can't convince me. No one can make an argument for Vladi not getting a vote. Yeah. <laughs> and if you, if you do make that argument, what that shows me is you've n- never watched a baseball game. You just caught Shohei's bombs on SportsCenter. Yeah, and his 240 average. I mean, I, I, I'm sorry. Like, I, I don't, And I'm not even saying he shouldn't have won. Yeah. I'm saying... It should have been closer. How do you not... How does a guy who gets the right to vote for that, how is there not one of them that can say Vladdy had a better year? I would have... I mean, I can say it. I'll say it right now. I would have voted for Vladdy. I mean, and and not 
not necessarily because I was trying to like make a statement or be the one because like there is a lot of that I think across professional sports but more so because in my opinion I do f- I did think he was the MVP of the league um, I'm sorry I think winning translates into statistics as well and we did not see that with the Angels who had a decent team this year um, yeah I was surprised I mean more than anything I was disappointed that Harper won it, but the finalist that we wanted to even be on the NL side wasn't even there, which I think made it even more difficult to be like, who do I really want to win this game? Who do I, or who do I really want to win this war? It's like, well, I don't really care because the guy yeah. who deserves to win it isn't even in a, isn't even a finalist. That and the NL is just, I mean, I'm, I'm excited to see the NL the next few years because it seems so much more wide open than yeah. the years past. So we'll see kind of what happens. But I, I don't know. I mean, I try not to go against the grain too much. I mean, I do, but I don't want to. But there was just a lot I disagree with. Shohei not even saying I disagree with it. I don't really know where I stand on that. Just Vladdy not getting a vote irritates me. Agreed. Corbin Burns was very good. Mm-hmm. Very good. I'm not trying to knock him. Mm-hmm. But I don't know why. I kind of thought Zach Wheeler deserved it. And I really? I've been in the minority in that a little bit. And Oh, I see. I felt like of all the of all the candidates, I thought Zach Wheeler was actually the the weakest link. So, here's yeah, here's why I say that. I think I feel like Scherzer got the vote the nomination, mm. not, just, not just off his name. He had really good numbers. He had numbers this year. But I don't feel, in my mind, tell me if I'm wrong for this. In my okay. mind, when I'm looking at Cy Young or MVP, in, in my mind I kind of separate the two. In yep. my mind, MVP's position player, Cy Young's pitcher, just because generally yeah, that's how it, it is. It should be an MVP, most valuable position player. I mean, yeah. I, I think that you could almost, I'm curious, if you could almost make an award for all three, kind of like the NFL does. There's offense and defense and then overall. Yeah, but but it saturates the award. I think. no, I agree. So I'm but not keep going. But when I'm looking at science, when I'm looking at either of those, I'm looking for more than just like the best numbers. Mm-hmm. Now, if someone has literally the best numbers in every stat, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yes, I'm yeah. just saying. But also, like, did they do something for that team? Did they give them an extra thing? Were they above and beyond? Like, kind of mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. And like, I'm not trying to say I don't. This is going to sound unappreciative of Scherzer. Scherzer is a generational talent. Dude gets strikeouts like yeah. candy. He's hey, really St. Louis. Yeah, honestly. But I felt like Zach Wheeler, I feel like the reason he got knocked was his win-loss wasn't great. Yeah. 14 and 10 is what I'm seeing. Like, I get that's not good, but I... It's like Jacob DeGrom, though. Like, how can you fault the player? Yeah, so for, I'm sitting there, I'm like, I feel like he get knocked for that. I'm like, I don't know how that's his fault. Yeah. And I feel like he was such a jolt for this team that mm-hmm. didn't... I don't want to say they didn't have an ace because Aaron Nola was good, but they just – I feel like he gave them something they just didn't have, and yeah. especially him who's been around but kind of now has figured it out. Maybe I just got caught up in the story. I just thought he was a would have been the guy – Corbin Burns is just amazing. Mm-hmm. Kind of irritates me his lack of a fastball, but yeah. that's fine. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. That's just me. But, yeah, that Shohei – I will say I agreed more with the AL than I did the NL. Mm-hmm. Robbie, oh, Robbie Ray, Ray had a great year. Agreed with Robbie Ray. Yeah, R- Rosarena. I'm not still not sure how he was eligible, but <laughs> either way, yeah. if he's eligible, yes, yeah. he wins. Yeah, yeah. And then, um, what do you call it? Their uh, MVP, um, Otani. Yeah, like I, um, <laughs> I can get on board with that side. Agreed. More yeah. than and, you know. And let me say this: when I say that I would have voted for Vladdy, this is not me saying I think that Vladdy should have just won it clear out. I'm just going to go to I'm going to go to war over that. I think that 
I think that at the end of the day, Shohei wins the award. It's more the fact that I think it was almost disrespectful that Vlade didn't get the credit for having the the the, the kind of year he had this year. Yeah, um, it was it was stupid. Because people look at him and they're like, all right, home run derby guy, power hitter. No, no dude. He, he hit like a 308 average, over 100 RBIs, like 40. He led the, uh, almost led the league in home runs. His average was stupid. Yeah. I mean, hang on. For a power know. hitter, right? Yeah. He was having, he had Pujols numbers. I mean, like, and that's saying yeah. something. And I, I will say, his defense is not astounding, but he batted 311. Yeah. For a power hitter. Yeah. Hits 48 bombs, most I mean, in the league. You know his extra base hits were? I can find out for you. Okay, he's gonna find. Dude, out. OPS was a thousand two. Yeah, hundred eleven RBIs. I mean, he dominated, literally dominated every <laughs> offensive stat. Let's yeah. see, extra base hits. Stand by. Really, I gotta go to extra. They don't just put that in the standard. There's not just a two base. No, you would think. That's funny. Well, um, they have. <laughs> there is, but they don't include. They don't add them all up. Gotcha. Oh, it's just overall, like his, like. So there's like there's hits, doubles, triples, home runs, all separate. I'm like, you can't add them up for me, like. Oh well, how many doubles did he have? Doubles, because that's always extra base hits is where I'm always like doubles, especially is where I'm always like that really defines a player's contact ability as drive the ball in the gap. Dude had, okay, if you well, let's not count home runs. In terms of doubles and triples, he had thirty. Okay. If you add in home runs. Dude had 78 extra base hits. Dagum. Holy crap. That's insane. Yeah. I, That's I, a lot. And yeah, so we keep we keep kind of going back to that horse a little bit. And I want to call every little, other every other game. Yeah. Well, that's a stretch. Almost almost every, almost every other, game. other game he's in an extra base hit. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Um Yeah. But But I ranted there for a while. What do well, you think about I, these I, runners? I agree with the AL. Let me say that stead out. I agree with the NL for the most part. I think that Burns deserved it. Yeah, I I'm think fine he with was Burns. the candidate. I think we, I think we have the same conversation with him as we do about Shohei and Vladdy, where it's more like, I just wish there was more credit where credit was due. Yeah. for these guys. Um, but I guess that's the hardest part about being a finalist, because as Ricky Bobby would say, you know, what's second place is first loser, right? I will say to Corbin Burns, he was the reason they were in the postseason. Correct. So they should have never been there. Yeah. So oh my I gosh. I will say. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I'm not knocking Corbin Burns. For me, I think I just got to call out well, their story is Zach Wheeler. And, but. Yeah, and the Brewers pitching staff was just all the whole pitching, amazing, yes. right? Yeah. Um, but I, I agree for the most part. I think just the most disappointing part this season, just like last year, but the opposite happened, where Jose Abreu won the AL MVP, and everyone was like, huh? <laughs> like, who? Who? No and sense. then this year, it was kind of the same story in the NL, where you were like, okay, Bryce Harper had a great second half, but... There is there are some guys missing from this list that we're not acknowledging, and that's ridiculous. Yeah, because if we're just doing halves here, I mean, give it to Acuna. Like, yeah, dude had a great first half. Not obviously he didn't play second half, but like, yeah. and I, Juan Soto and Bryce Harper basically yeah. didn't play first half. Yeah, I mean they might as well have not. Well, and, and the fact that Tatis is even in that list when he missed fifty plus games—that's what drives me the most crazy. Because I mean, that's it feel yeah. You make the same argument. You're like, how do you? How does a player qualify? Um, when his name is all that's qualified. And it yet. wasn't even like he put up MVP numbers in the games that he played. Mm-mm. I'm not saying he's a bad player. I'm just saying. Yeah, I agree. Like, if it was Vladdy, mm-hmm. who missed 50 games but finished with these stats, and he's a finalist, you're like, all right, maybe pretty good year minus those games. But, like, Tatis didn't have those numbers. Like, it just makes no sense. I agree. I want to ask you a quick question before we transition a little bit to football, but... Cardinals offseason plans. I keep hitting this mic. No, you're Go okay. Um, <laughs> um, what would you rather have? An ace or a shortstop? And so with that question, 
Who would you rather have, Max Scherzer or Trevor Story? Uh, first of all, I want both. Uh, for all the Friends <laughs> fans out there, I want Girls on Bread. That's what I want. So <laughs> I would like I would like both. I don't think it's unreasonable to ask for both. Yeah. But <laughs> That's so funny you said that. Here's why yeah. I'll say it's tough because it's hard for me to look at what this team did offensively, albeit a very short postseason. And I know it's very good pitching. But it wouldn't have surprised me if we make it past that if we're not putting up a lot of runs in the postseason. I agree. So it's hard to see that as probably our biggest weakness and not want a bat. Right. At the same time. Especially when there's depth. And Flaherty and Hudson will be back next year. Yes, at the same time. And, and, and Scherzer's 37. So do you really want to give him a big contract? No. But at the same time, Flaherty gets hurt more than I did freshman year football. It's, it's absurd. So I don't really know how I can rely on him. Adam Wainwright, who I would take a bullet for, I don't know if he's going to have another good year next year. Mm -hmm. So I would like some assurance at pitching. But in my opinion, pitching is more interchangeable, more maneuverable Mm -hmm. than position. Yeah. So I'd probably take Trevor Story. If if I get to pick, Mm -hmm. if I like an ideal, not of those two, if I can get trade Turner for a little bit cheaper – than what maybe his price tag was at the trade deadline. I don't know how that's going to work. Dodgers might not be quick to sell. I never understood why they got him in the first place when they have a shortstop. Yeah, especially when that's so good position. Corey Seager. Yeah, yeah I, I didn't get that. So if that's possible, I want Trey Turner. And then if I can get like a, a, like a, a pitcher who can put up okay numbers, like a not Lance Lynn for a lot of reasons that wouldn't even work, but like Correct. that level guy. Yep. I would take that deal, mm-hmm. but if I have to pick, I'm just going to go with Trevor Story. Yeah. So with that question mark of pitching, what do you think about? What do you think about the Angels buying Noah Syndergaard for 21 million dollars a year? First of all, good for Noah Syndergaard if he can get that kind of money. Also, Yikes. say goodbye to your career. Yeah. I mean, like that's where people that's go to literally, die. Literally, it's funny that they're the Angels because it's hell. It's literally where you just go. I saw a funny stat since what uh, 2000 something. Early 2000s, I don't remember the year. Angels have had four MVP awards, zero playoff wins. Yep. Hilarious to me. Yep. Um, really, four. Honestly, I shouldn't have made fun of the Mets at the beginning of this. Angels are poverty. <laughs> Angels really are poverty. I. Yeah, there's, 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 there's Mets, and then there's Angels. But at least the Angels, you're in L.A., so you like to be where you play. But in New York, you're just That's the fair. Yankees' little baby brother. Yeah, but at least they've been to a series... More recently. I mean, at least they have something under their belt. I don't disagree with you at all. I just, oh, I hate the Angels so much. So, honestly, for Noah Syndergaard, his time in New York was kind of done. It felt like once he got taken over, because it used to be him before DeGrom decided to cut his hair and somehow that worked. Before that, it was Syndergaard. Once DeGrom took over and Syndergaard struggled, you kind of had the feeling he was gone anyway. Mm-hmm. So to be honest, I don't care. Good for him getting money. I didn't think he'd get that much money. And I didn't think he was worth that much money. Honestly, I don't think he is. But I thought that was a big contract for someone who's. I love it. I want to see the Angels keep losing. I just I hate him so much for wasting what might be the best talent in the history of baseball. In Mike Trout, yes, with like four hundred million dollar contract. Hate him. Yeah, hate them. Yeah, he'll get traded eventually. I mean, it'll happen. You'll trade, but he'll be past his prime. Mm. Is there an end of the prime? <laughs> Fair enough for Mike Trout. Fair enough. I mean, like, let's be real. Fair I feel enough. like he's got all the infinity stones, and we just don't know it. Dude, he might. <laughs> he, you know what he might be doing? He might be messing with us, where he's like, I could win a championship by myself if I wanted to, but I'm just toying with y'all. 
mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden, like back end of his career, he's just going to win five in a row. Yeah, he's going to sign with the Cardinals. Yeah. Oh man, that yeah. would be heaven. Uh, yeah, that would be the actual angels. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That oh my gosh. Oh, yeah. Well, and it was an interesting question mark that I I was actually a good with before uh, we started our pod. It's like a little banner. It was like, who do you want? Eight, do you want nace rotation or do you want more offense? And I was like, I think offense is always the right answer because pitching is going to work out or it's not. I mean, yeah, yeah. So that'll be interesting. Um, but let's transition though because okay. the NFL and the Titans are in midseason form, even though they have a team that's put some like... respect on their name. <laughs> but let's be real though. The Titans are in midseason form, but they look like they need to go to a nursing home to find their next O lineman because they are they they look lost a little bit out there because they you said it yourself this past week for those of you who watched any prime time or whatever was like the most boring week of football we've had all season really weird it was also, super boring here's the weird part. Is how many upsets there were, and yet it was still boring. Yeah, like there I was, was like, like seven upsets. Yeah, and I was still like, I watched. I had to watch the entire Chiefs game for a project I did. Oh, rip! And I was falling asleep in the fourth quarter because it was forty-one to fifteen. Yeah, that was assault. Yeah, on live television. Yeah, yeah that was. I bad. mean, Mahomes had like forty points for me, but solid. I mean, it's the first good week he's had in a while, but. Yeah, yeah. I, I I was like grossly disappointed. NFL's weird. Yeah, weird. But dinner. the Titans though picking up another win was that seven in a row? Um, it's our record now, eight and two. That was so six, six in, in a row. row. Six in a row. Yeah, but leading the AFC, leading the entire NFL. Dang. Technically, in terms of power rankings, I don't actually yeah. think. But with number one, Derrick Henry. But number one AFC. Yeah. Here's the. All right, you're gonna have to stop me. No, I can't uh, this go is your rant. time. No, no. <laughs> The eight billion people don't want to hear me keep ranting about the Titans every week. But all right, I'll make I'm trying to make this brief. Uh, thing that irritated me most. We'll start with that. On Get Up, the one of the ESPN shows that no one watches. There's oh, so man. many. That yeah, no we one talked watches, about this. But they uh, they came out and Diana Rossini was on there, and she's a goat. Okay, always give credit to the Titans. Why I love her, but she's also very good at her job. Shout out to Diana. But. She goes on there and she goes, there is optimism that Derrick Henry could be back maybe in sometime January for the first round of the playoffs. So the Titans could, in theory, be good and uh, blah, blah, blah. And then someone's like, wow, that is big news. That's crazy. Keep an eye on that. No, it's not. We knew this as soon as he got hurt. The timetable was putting him back in week 18. And people, but no one... I'm, I gotta, st- I gotta no, stop. No, 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 no. Because I, just, just I'm starting to get a this... real hate for these people, and it's not good. <laughs> but they get paid millions of dollars to be morons, and I can't take it. Name another profession where you can be that bad at your job and get paid that much money. Mm-hmm. Like, let's go like real, like actual labor jobs, like mechanic or uh, air conditioning, like repairman, like all these like actual plumbing, like real jobs that actually matter. If you're like constantly terrible where you're like, oh, like you guess wrong, like you're like, oh, no, it's not that pipe and that pipe bursts and you're just wrong week after week. You're just destroying houses. You don't get to keep your job and you definitely don't get a raise. But if you work at ESPN, oh, man, is that the place for you? Yeah. Be as stupid as possible. Yep. It's just, this is not a surprise. I don't know why they all like surprise because none of them paid attention to it. Stephen A. Smith, Mr. I know everything. God, you suck. <laughs> you don't know anything. Other than a little bit of basketball, and if it doesn't have to do with LeBron, you don't know anything. 
uh, he's sitting there. Titan season's over. Blah 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 blah. Really, if you did if you did five minutes of research, you would know when he went down. We had a two game lead in the AFC, the entire AFC. Mm-hmm. We were already pretty much guaranteed to win our division, which automatically means a playoff spot. Which also division sucks. So yeah, definitely. we had the easiest remaining strength of schedule in the NFL, and we get Derrick Henry back for the playoffs. You tell me how that season's over if you just do that five minutes of research. But he doesn't. He just likes to go on there and talk, cash in his $20 million check each year. You suck. Anyway, I hate them all. They're just so <laughs> stupid because they, they all act like they had no idea. Meanwhile, we've been telling them this since he went down. They just didn't want to pay attention to it because yep. it doesn't fit their narrative because they want Patrick Mahomes in the Super Bowl again. Correct. Anyway, yeah. aside from Which that. Which I will say, though, somehow, somehow, I'm going to say it one more time. Somehow, the Chiefs are now back on top of their division. 100%. Listen, Which is ridiculous. If you didn't throw money on the Chiefs to win the division when they were like plus 500 a couple weeks ago, you missed out on free money. Did you? Yeah. You did? Granted, it was $10, but... Hey, that's 15 bucks, right? Plus 500? No, I'll get 60. Oh, shoot. I mean, I'll net 50. Yeah. 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 It, uh, you're a Dang. fool for not doing that. Because, you need to hit me up about this kind of stuff. Well, I lose a lot, but yeah, on these <laughs> ones... Some things are granted, though. Some of these I'll yeah. give you. Anyway, yeah, I don't... I don't want to say I'm not surprised like I knew mm-hmm. everything, but yeah. it seemed a little odd for the Chiefs to be like that bad. You had to, you knew they were going to get somewhat better. Yeah. So good for them. Uh, yeah. Titans, I will say this though, as much as I just spent defending him, uh, you're not going to win a lot of games with this offense. Now, yikes. It's been the defense has been doing it all. Shout out. Yeah. First of all, Kevin Byer, Defensive Player of the Year. Yeah, I said it. Jeffrey Simmons, runner up. Yeah, I said it. Danico Autry. Best free agent signing in the offseason? Yep. Yep. So, shout out to them. Also, shout out to all the analysts that said our defense was going to suck this year. Yeah. When they didn't acknowledge, didn't acknowledge any signing. Changes. Yep. They acted like we didn't make one change when we changed almost every position. It's... <laughs> all right, I'm going to slow down. Anyway, yeah, Titans got to get quick breathe in a hurry. Just breathe. Here's the problem. <laughs> Here's the biggest problem with the Titans. Okay. I would have rather them lose... If I got to pick, lose the Saints game. Yep. Because... We need this New England win bad, mm-hmm. and it's not going to happen. Yep. They're playing way too good right now. Yep. The only good news is they play very similar football mm-hmm. with, without Derrick Henry, as Correct. the Titans do. Correct. Solid defense, short passes, drive down the field. Don't do anything Don't do anything to hurt yourself. Don't Take do what they give stupid. you. Exactly. So it should be a fun game. Yep. But I, Is that here in New England? I believe it's in New England, Ooh. which is terrifying. Tough. Because that's an. If Derrick Henry was healthy, he would have a field day. He always, he oh always God. beats up the, the he Patriots. Have, oh, he would have had 200 yards. Anyway. At least. Yeah. Maybe I'm four. excited to see where the Titans go. I think it's going to be interesting. Here's the problem. I think, in all honesty, you can barrel it down to two things, in all seriousness. If the Titans get the one seed in the AFC, I think you mark them as the favorites to go to the Super Bowl. Okay. Out of the AFC. Okay. If they don't, I think they're in line for possibly a first round exit. Here's mm-hmm. why. That extra week is night and day difference for Derrick Henry. Because right now he's scheduled to come back right around that. We don't know exactly when. Right. The earliest would be week 17. Latest would right. be week two of the playoffs, which would be first week for us if we get the bye. Somewhere in there. So you have to get that week. Because if we have to play a playoff game with this roster, it's going to be murder. You think so? Yes. It's mm. not. Bills are not losing to us again. That's if we fair. had to play them. That's fair. Without Henry. Chiefs yeah. are not losing to us if we had to play them again. Yep. So, yeah, I'm terrified. Yeah. Anyway, I just talked for a very long time. 
Man, yeah, we had like good ten. Minutes I just, then. I knew as soon as we get on Titans, I know I'm gonna do it. I just, it's okay. I just, my, my, I just kind of sit back and let you do your thing. Yeah, it's, mm, it's just, it's, t- it's just being a Titans fan. Here's the thing. I know a lot of people say, well, you guys complain about getting disrespected, not enough attention, but then when you get the attention, you don't want it. It's not that. I'm not saying I want us to be top of the power rankings because I don't think we deserve top of the power rankings. Mm-hmm. All I'm saying is, don't be morons. Mm-hmm. We knew Derrick Henry was coming back. We knew we have the easiest strength of schedule, so we should be the pick to win the AFC. At the or moment, at least get the yeah, one seed. Exactly. If you just have half a brain. Because yep. people are picking Bills right now. Have you seen the Bills' remaining schedule? Way harder. Yeah. And they have not looked nearly as good this season. No. No, not at all. Thumbs off. Stephon Diggs, who I took in the first round, that was a reach, yep. has been playing like a third-round pick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Oh, and so kind of time back, talking a little bit about um, – what is it? This just in or whatever? What, where, get up. Yeah, get up. Oh, this just so, in the thing they're doing so, to make Max Kellerman happy. Yeah. No, so no one no, no, watches no. that show. They're top five this week. Oh, Packers, right? I think it was Packers, Titans. Who was the third? Patriots. Patriot. No, no, no. Patriots were four. Oh, okay. Are uh, you going in like, order from one to five? Yeah. Oh, okay. Because it was it was Packers, Titans. I honestly uh, might have been Chiefs. I don't remember. Um, I don't know. Anyway, oh, Cardinals probably. No, Cardinals were five. What the heck? Stephen A. Smith. That's why the, no one watches these shows. Stephen A. Smith put the Arizona Cardinals at five below below the Patriots, which but. I mean, we could we could. Here's the thing: we can make the argument definitely that the Cardinals are second half slumping like they did last year. Yeah, I mean injuries 100 percent are a part certainly. Of yeah, I agree. But if you're if the Titans are still the two seed. In that, in this, in this fantasy breakdown, without Derrick Henry, they're still the number two team in the whole league, which I would agree with. Behind the Packers, Packers are good; they're healthier. That's the only difference. It's eight and two records for both of them. The Packers are healthier. That's what divides the two teams. Okay. Yeah. But let me tell you, the Arizona Cardinals are easily number three team in the NFL. If your top three isn't in any order, Titans, Packers, Cardinals. Yeah, just I say agree. I don't watch football. Actually, I think number three is the Cowboys, who Which, have been good, but not, not as good as they're even not, the Patriots. Not top three. I would make that argument. Even the Patriots, watch because out. good. You know what I night. love? Though? I don't, look. I'm not a Patriots guy. No one's a Patriots guy unless you're a Patriots fan. Mm-hmm. But I love because I was a Brady. I'm not a Brady hater anymore. Tampa Brady is a lot easier to like. Mm, yeah, but I'm still not on board with him. So I think it's so funny that last year everybody's Bill Belichick. Oh, looks like you're the one that needed Brady not the lay around. Oh, Belichick, you suck. Blah, 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 blah. And then here we go. Took him one year. Yeah. <laughs> to rebuild. One year. And I love how no one acted like they acted like Tom Brady was the only piece he lost last year. Oh my gosh. He lost when Brady left, like I think it was nine different starters. Mm-hmm. And people acted like he lost no one besides Brady. Mm-hmm. Cam Newton sucks. That was his quarterback for half the year. Yep. Let's he has no one. Like it took him a year. And the Patriots are seven and four. Yep. Like I yep. love it. I'm. Yeah. Be, I love it. Well, and let's be real, because like I text, I texted you after they had that. I mean, who'd they beat this week? Patriots. Yeah. Uh. Well, they just played last night, and beat the Falcons. But on Sunday they stumped the Browns, like forty-five to seven. Yeah, f- that was it. Yeah, that was it. And I texted you and I said, I said Mac Jones is my player. Of the oh, week. you did. Yeah. I yeah. I said he's my player of the week, and you're like, that's a good call. Yeah. I Guy's mean, been, and he's been doing this for like three, four weeks now. I mean, he's. I don't. I don't know who. Let me be real here, and this is a good question for you because you know you know the NFL better than I do. Who deserves more of the credit, Mac Jones or Bill Belichick? Well, 
I mean, you have – because he's young, you have to say Belichick. I mean, you can't – But do you, think that, do you think that Justin Fields would have the same success in this formatted system and Mac Jones would no, have no, – no. so, Like, if you were to transplant – this, because this is kind of the question here. Because if we're saying it's Belichick, then we're saying that anybody with certain talent would probably fit in this system because Belichick's that good of a coach. Yeah, so I have to rephrase. First of all, I think Justin Fields is wildly overrated, and I've, I'm sick of hearing about how this kid is so amazing. He's not ready yet. Anyway. He is a, he's, he is a year removed from being great, yeah. from being good he's enough not to there start. Yeah. Anyway, so it's both because you can't – it, you can't have the argument of it, it's Mac Jones making Belichick look good. Like, he, it's his first year. He doesn't know anything that Belichick doesn't know. Like, he's not coming in here making Showing Belichick look good. Correct, yeah. However, no, I don't think you could plug and play anyone. Like, he's a very good quarterback. He makes great decisions. He's mm-hmm. exactly what that offense Big needs. IQ guy. Yeah, definitely. So, it, it's both ways. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not saying don't credit Mac Jones, but at the same time, he's... You know what I mean? Like I don't, yeah, know, I don't know how I to do. explain it. You got to no, go both yeah, ways. It's, it goes fifty-fifty. Similar to when Brady was there. I mean, obviously Brady had way more credibility than Mac Jones does right yeah, but now. But he developed but... it though. It's not like Brady came in and was just like the guy. Yeah, yeah. No, it no, took no. time. I agree. I'm just saying. Yeah, it's a similar conversation where like you get you have to give credit both ways. They're they're better with each other. Yeah, they don't succeed as well without. Yeah. Although Belichick, actually, they're both kind of making that case right now. Yeah. Well, and yeah, they they are. You're right. Even yeah. though the Buccaneers have looked kind of eh this year, not great. Yeah. Also, curious to see what happens with Antonio Brown. Correct. Yeah. Oh my gosh, dude, I need so him funny. so bad. So funny. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I I need that cue next to his name on my fantasy to go away. Him and Barkley. I'm like, so please. Here's what's please. crazy. I read that the fake vaccine card is a felony. Yeah, it is. Is he not? Getting arrested, or is this like the rich privilege where none of them actually face consequences? In terms of like, unless it's something serious, like a Henry Ruggs or something. But correct, I think it's more of the latter. I think so. I think I think you're right on there. It's I, more. I, of I'm like, sure he's suspended a couple weeks and he's right back to playing. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. Which I'm Which not. I'm Antonio not Brown this. is not new to this whole thing. No, but I. So that's funny you bring that up. I won't add this to that record because yeah. this is different than like correct some of the serious allegations against him. Mm-hmm. But it's just, it's just funny that it's, it's him <laughs> out of all like, of it's all so people. Funny. Exactly. It's so funny. <laughs> I exactly. saw a uh, a Photoshop on Twitter, and it was uh you know the movie Superbad with the McLovin yes. ID, yes, and it was that with his face on it. it, was like... <laughs> it was, uh, they're like Antonio Brown showing his vaccine card, <laughs> McLovin ID. Uh that's like Aaron Rodgers with the whole like uh, I am I'm, like, I'm immunized. Yeah, and you're like, what does that mean? He's like, who wants to know? And you're like, we do. Uh, and he's like, who's we do? And you're like, yeah, okay, that's what we're doing here. Uh, so it's the same kind of thing. Okay. Let me let's let's end our football our football talk with this one question: Is Cam Newton back? No. First of all, can I serious question? I'm back. So you, I'm back. So you listen. You watch that video. Yes. Can you explain to me? I checked the comments. What the heck? Why no was no way. one talking about how stupid his voice sounded? Yeah. No one talked about it. Did you hear it? Yeah. He like, sounded like a grandmother in pain. Like it didn't. It was not. No one. Like I don't know why no one was talking about it. But it was the weirdest sounding voice I've ever heard. And everybody was just like, oh, that's sick. Like, no, he sounds sick. Like, yeah. I did not make sense to You're me. You're like, did someone give him one of those fake cards? It was weird. And did, also, are him and Antonio Brown working together here? It's so funny how he was the storyline when he played, like, what? Like 10 snaps? Maybe. Yeah. Maybe, that's, it, like, he was five. A, he, was, he, was, he was a red zone guy. That's oh, the and thing. it was the storyline was so, they're like, Cam Newton leads Panthers to a win in his first game back over first place Arizona Cardinals. Okay. Yeah, without Over, Kyler Murray and Ka- D-Hop, and he played yeah. five snaps. Correct. Let's calm down. Yeah. Let's calm down. Which goes back to the narrative thing, right? 
Stephen A. Smith, the king of it. But it goes back to the narrative, right? What are you pushing? Like, yeah. For those of you who don't study media, this is all they want to do is, is blow up this narrative. Uh, um, but I agree. I yeah, agree. I'm just, Cam I'm Newton a, is Cam I'm, Newton is. Look, I I'm excited that his his I'm body not a Cam guy. his body has forged in fire a little bit, and so um, the uh, I don't know the glass between his joints is working correctly now a little bit. But yeah. man, I let's let's calm down. There are other guys to be way more excited about in the NFL than. Cam freaking Newton. It's just, yeah. Oh, well. Um, I just can't. I can't get on board with Cam. I just. I can't. I cannot. Oh I'm God. just, I'm a, listen, I'm a big hater in general. Yeah. Love to hate. Big fan of it. Try to hate as many people as I can. It's a great message for all the young kids out there. But Cam Newton's one of them. Like, and yeah. it's not just a, for the fun of it. Like, I just, I cannot root for him. And also, how is he, he's somehow immune to anything anyone else in the NFL would be, like, mad at. Remember in the Super Bowl when he, like, doesn't go for the fumble? Correct. And you're like, so he's just allowed to, like, everyone still loves him. They're like, oh, he's Superman. He's still a beast. He puts his body on the line, yet not when it counts. Yeah, when he can get a like, cool touchdown, yeah. It's kind of like with, uh, you know, I'm not, I'm not a huge Ben Simmons fan, but it's kind of like I cannot tell you. Like, I work out here uh, on campus at Lipscomb. I cannot tell you how many times in the last five months – I have seen Ben Simmons pass up one pass, right? And his whole entire career ha- is right now being is hinging on that one moment. Yeah. Like, so I get that. Because so, Cam Newton has not faced that. But I've seen the same replay of Ben Simmons passing up one ball yeah. to Matisse Thibel, I think it was, for like months now. No, that's fair. And I'm not even, so I wasn't even just saying, like, that's one. But then the it was shortly after that he talked about the girl, the girl reporter. I don't know who it was. Some female reporter. She asked him about... Uh, some of the routes they were running and question that. Remember, he goes like, uh, he's like, it's funny to hear a woman talk about routes. Like, he went on this whole thing, and then he doesn't get in trouble. If anyone says that, John Gruden got fired for saying, like, <laughs> I mean, I know he said a different stuff, but, like, how, how does he just get away with it? Like, yeah. I, it irritates me. This is going to be real sidebar, so hold me to this. Yep. Similar to Justin Bieber. Hold on. Pause, Keep going. Nope. Is how they can get away with anything, and people still love them. Yep. It irritates me so much. Well, it's the difference between... Um, so I'm a big. Am I jealous? Yes, but well, <laughs> I'm a big podcast listener, and so I listen. There's um, there's a podcast that I've loved, um, Untapped Sports. Well, that yeah, it's but, a great one. Yeah, I kind of remember what I say though, and so like I just don't listen to it as much. <laughs> um, no, but there's a there's a there's a podcast called The Rise and Fall of Marcel Church. It's about uh, a big church in Seattle that kind of had this rise and fall over this mega pastor named Mark Driscoll. For those of you who are religious who aren't religious, it's really good. It's great journalism by Mike Cosper uh, with Christianity Today. But anyway, um, they talk about, because Mark is brought into an interview, actually, um, with a radio show host where he actually is, she reads his book and he plagiarizes an author like several times. <laughs> and she like kind of, she goes at him about it. And so, but there's such this, there's, there's such this mentality, um, actually, that supports Driscoll over the reporter who's like, I'm just doing my job, which is to be a reporter and report the facts. Yeah. Uh, but this, but the community around Driscoll and like an overwhelming community absolutely sided with him, which is ridiculous because you, you ask the same thing. It's the difference between it's almost the difference between being popular and being a celebrity, right? You get this or like the special treatment celebrities and the non-special treatment celebrities yes. because like this is going to be a hot topic, but like Morgan Wallen versus Cam Newton. 
right? Yeah. And some of the things and the differences of those. It also goes around the cultural impact of what's going on at the time. Um, because, yeah, you're, if Cam Newton said that today... I mean, the, he would be crucified for yeah, it. Yeah, but the funniest part is it wasn't that long. It wasn't like that It was long like three ago. years three, ago. Yeah, yep. And it's like, I just don't get it. And so I don't know what, I don't get it. I don't know if it's just the rich privilege thing or whatever it I is. I don't know. But at the same time, other athletes have been, quote unquote, canceled for that stuff. Or and, and much in less. And let's be real, and less. much less. Yeah. Yes. So I don't get, yeah, it's weird to me. I don't I don't get it. I agree. Anyway, uh, well, I guess we can do players, future players of the week after because we want to get to basketball. Yeah, I definitely want to talk basketball. So let's because... do basketball then the future players because we're changing that up a little bit for the yeah. eight billion people. Yeah, slow down. We're not getting rid of players of the yeah. week. We're just changing it up a little bit. Yeah, we had to talk, we had a conversation. So also kind of trying to go through like a twenty 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 in format because sometimes things go along. Doing like we're pretty close. To that yeah, time. we're getting there. Uh, it's our first week, guys. Just calm down. Um, <laughs> Spencer's phone is like blowing up. I can hear it now. I'm just um, so popular. It's unbelievable. <laughs> But and I'm so, really humble too. Which we're kind of trying to insert a new format though. Instead of doing like players of the week from like the week before, because like, I don't know. I feel like it can be hard, but like to pick one at times. But also too, it's like, well, we already know what they did. But also projecting, projecting, and it makes us maybe feel a little better about ourselves when we get it right. Um, projecting players of the week going forward. So yeah, I. So we're kind of kicking this off. Um, Titans are playing. The Patriots next week, correct? So yeah, this yeah. In what date would that be? The next Sunday, twenty eighth. Yeah, the twenty eighth. Mm-hmm. They play the Patriots. Correct. In New England. Yep. I am just gonna hand off, and we both said this. Like we're both Titans guys. Don't get me wrong. Uh, I'm a Packer guy too, but I love Titans being here in Nashville. I, we both kind of fully anticipate for any of the games for the Titans to lose. It's gonna be the Patriots game. Against Mac Jones, so it's, Mac Jones has been my player of the week, kind of last week, also this week, but also Steph Curry. It's kind of been a hard, it's been a hard bargain to drive because, um, as we kind of tie back into basketball, but I want to hear your, you know, kind of your next week's player of the week. Um, Steph's been on another level. I mean, he's averaging, he's he's leading, he's leading the NBA's MVP poll early on here in the season. They look great. They look great without Clay Thompson. God, so let's say that Clay Thompson comes, comes back. back and he's half of the human he was before. It's over. It's done. I mean, <laughs> it's the like Warriors, when Michael, Michael Scott comes out and he goes, "It is over. It is over. <laughs> we, we are, are screwed. screwed." That's exactly. the entire rest of the NBA. Exactly. When Clay comes back. Exactly. Which makes me so sad that we've missed two years of this guy's eliteness on the field or on the court. It's, yeah, it's because just, it's been so long. Oh my gosh. Clay is one of the guys that I just love. You know what I want? I want Ugh. Clay to come back and in his first game have a game six performance. Oh yeah, and just drop I mean, like fifty two. Yeah, that might not yeah. be possible. But like just <laughs> something stupid. He doesn't have to do much. Just run in the corner. Just, <laughs> just. He, he, I don't care how good he gets your forty points is. with three dribbles or like something like like one of exactly. those games. Yeah. Exactly. I, exactly. Uh, I'm terrified for what is going to happen with that. But listen, I. Warriors is easy to hate because you're like, oh, you want to hate the good teams and all that. Steph is so fun to watch. Oh my gosh, that whole so team is so fun, fun to, to watch. watch. I love the the selflessness they play with. It's so yeah. fun. And I, well, mm-hmm. KD, I hated being there because it just ruined that whole flow. And I'm not even a KD hater. I'm not mm-hmm. a KD lover, but I don't really care. Yeah. I just didn't. I loved that small ball the Warriors had going, and it was him, Steph, Clay, Draymond, Iguodala was playing like a four or five sometimes. Like it was weird, but it was fun. He probably wasn't playing five, but he was at the four. And so. It was just fun. I, I want uh, Iguodala. Dude. I want Iguodala. Yeah, he's fun yeah. to watch. In all seriousness, we're kind of doing what the national media does, where we jump to like these crazy things real quick, or at least mm-hmm. I'm about to. Yeah. At what point? 
because I don't feel like this has ever been talked about, even in like the phrase of if he if he keeps this up. I've never even heard that. Mm-hmm. Steph, if he keeps up what he's been doing since twenty fifteen, whatever fourteen, yeah, whatever. I agree. At what point do we start putting him in goat talks? I'm or so, does it ever I'm happen? I'm so glad you asked this question. Because I, why is this not getting more for all the storylines the media loves to grab onto? How is this not one of them? So here's the thing. I am a full I'm fully under the mindset that if Steph Curry wins another championship, that he is the greatest point guard of all time. I think that he's You don't think he's there yet? I think that he's a championship or an MV or one more MVP away from being better than Magic. From okay. from it being like I think that like I think that it's like 60 40 55 45 right now. Okay. I think that most people would say like oh like mm, he's he's there but not all the way. He hasn't won a championship by himself really yet. It's um, crazy how people discount that uh 2014 15 championship. Yeah. It's like no well, he and did. It's, like, well it's because also too it it was so much more about how I hate this. Um and I'm probably guilty of it too, but it's so much more about how LeBron didn't have Kyrie and Kevin Love in that in that series, and how he only had Delva Dova, and so how like it's funny how the he should get changes. the credit for yeah. that championship more than the Warriors should. I'm like, excuse me. It's funny because like, when LeBron loses, he doesn't even really lose in the media's eyes. It's like, oh, but there was excuses for why he didn't. It's exactly. like when he came back and won. No one talks about them not having Draymond. No one talks about it. They're oh, like, oh, I always, I always talk. I no, but say, I mean, I always talk general about media, it. and Correct. it's just like, so we when LeBron that, wins, mm-hmm. there's no excuses for why he won. But when he loses, oh, something must have gone wrong. I agree. LeBron doesn't lose exactly. Yeah, and ridiculous. so, but talking about Steph, though, he's a championship or an MVP away. And and let me tell you what: if he does both this year, let's be real. Let's just ask that question: if he wins an MVP this year, which will be his third MVP championship and Finals MVP. Let's say he's the greatest of all time. Greatest. greatest point guard of all time. Okay, I get that, but I'm saying when do we talk like goat goat? I mean, when do we put him in terms of like when do we put him up there with Kobe, Jordan, some of these guys? Like when does he? Because I feel like it's the position he plays mm-hmm. because he's smaller. People are like, all right, well you can't put him with it. Like why not? Yeah. Like why? <laughs> I'm not saying he's there. I'm just saying why can't he be? Well, let me ask you this question. You think he's better than LeBron? I'm. I, it's not like, it's like not legacy fair to ask wise. because I'm such a LeBron hater. No, but I want to because like I would I would still argue that I don't know if because okay when when we want to talk about I'm really glad we're talking about this because it's something I'm like really passionate about when we want to talk about greatest player of all time and greatest of all time okay those are almost two different things because yes if I wanted to talk about the greatest player of all time I would probably take Shaquille O'Neal in his prime just most dominant yep. Yeah. I think Giannis is going to be in that conversation in five, ten years. I think LeBron's in that conversation. I think LeBron is probably the greatest player of all time stat-wise. If I want to talk about greatness, though, if I want to talk about greatness, okay, I want to talk about legacy. I want to talk about team mentality. I want to talk about the impression they laid on the game and what they accomplished while playing, okay? So, this but if is, you're going this by is, that, I'm but, putting Jordan 1, Steph 2. Ooh, See, this is where... I think Kobe gets so knocked in his career because he was a selfish player. He had an Achilles injury that really derailed the end of his career, which is fine. Um, it's still really cool, too, in my opinion. It's a little short sidebar, but like in the same night, the Warriors were 73 and 9. It was also the same night yeah. it was Kobe's last game. Which sucks. I remember watching because that. I had to flip back. And exactly. Play. That's exactly what I did. And too. I'm like, I want to watch both in full. Yeah, I agree. Why did you schedule these at the same time? I agree. But once it was under two minutes, I saw Kobe starting to take over. I turned off Warriors. Yep. I was like, I had to watch yeah, that. Exactly. But so Kobe had 20 years. 20 seasons 
with the same team, five championships, right, and one on his own, right? That yeah. was what separated him from being kind of Shaq's sideshow, right? Mm-hmm. Because let's look at those early 2000s teams. Who was the best player in the early 2000s Lakers? Shaquille O'Neal. Kobe was not the best player. Kobe was easily, like, the second best player on that team. Yeah. just I mean, Shaq was so dominant. He was so good, right? But the Warriors... Steph won a championship against LeBron and the Cleveland Cavaliers, which were, you could argue, derailed a little bit. They were a little bit off of what they should have been, right? Every, it would have every been, team is. Correct. Yeah, look at last year. I, this is the same thing with, like, the Bucks last year. It's like, we, we're not going to discount Giannis's ring last year because these guys didn't do what they were supposed to. I would almost argue that the only reason why the Lakers won a ring in 2020 is because LeBron James and Anthony Davis, who also are starting to look lots more mortal than they've ever been. Awesome. Anthony Davis has always like been like this, for those of you who don't know. He has had a historic injury career and has had a hard time staying on a court for a full year. That's why he's not won Defensive Player of the Year. That's why he's not won an MVP. Okay, so let's be real. Anthony Davis has had the same problem that Jacob deGrom has when it comes to staying on the court or the field. That being said, I think you could argue that the reason why they were able to win that championship was because they got like three months off their bodies. I mean, that and they I mean, were look fresh at the, enough. Look at the competition win. they're playing. They're playing a Heat team that was yes injured and also like just so they weren't deep at all. Like Jimmy Butler's playing the whole game and he's dead. Yeah. Like, well, can I tell you something crazy? I might have said this already, but. Uh, me and my buddy were talking about the postseason, like, first round coming in. I said, the Heat are going to make the finals. He said, really? I said, yep. If there's anybody that can stop Giannis, it's going to be Bam out of bio. You just watch out. So I've been a Bam. I've been on the Bam. Bam, Bam. On the Bam wagon. <laughs> Ooh. Um, on okay. the Bam wagon for a okay. while now. I love what Bam does. He's a defensive player of the year, kind of caliber player. He's a, he's a, he is a better Rudy Gobert. Let's be real. Um, I've never been a Rudy Gobert fan too. Yeah, get I just realized how negative I sound on this podcast, but I'm just being—I'm a big—I've said it. I was pretty front. I'm a big hater. Yeah. So, um, in fairness, but yeah, this is let's let's. I want to recircle back because so t- so we're talking about legacy, right? So I want to talk about legacies of players, right? What made Tim Duncan so great that he started and finished with San with San Antonio Spurs? I think he's a player that doesn't get enough credit for his legacy. Hundred percent agree. I mean, he's the greatest power forward of all time. So let me let me ask you a, qu- a more specific question. Okay. Is Steph, I don't know how old Steph is right now. What is he? 32. 32 no. Something like that. Mm. How old is Stephen Curry? I'm going to ask Siri. Let's see what she says. 33. I was right. Okay. So let's Her say ass, Steph yeah. plays another, I mean, seven's a lot. 40 years old's old. But let's just. Let's say he plays a, another five years. It's a hypothetical. Okay. Let's okay. say Steph. All right. Let's go five more years. Okay. All with the Warriors. Okay. He gets two more. Either he gets three more. Either MVPs, championships, but he gets at least one of each. Okay. So he either has two more championships and MVP, two more MVPs and a championship. Okay. Whatever. Any if he wins a cha- if championship, he's Finals MVP, in any of those. Okay. All that continues to break records, continues to be amazing. Yep. Finishes with the Warriors. Okay. Where do we put him all time? Uh, when okay, l- let me let me ask for formation of this question. What do you mean by all time? As a point guard, or as a player? No, like as a player, because for whatever reason, point guards aren't counted when we. Because we fair. cross over positions all the time. Correct. LeBron and Jordan did not play this. Do not play the same position. Correct. But For whatever we, reason, we, we compare them against them. each other all the time. So why can't we do it with point guards? Correct. All in the mix. I'm talking all time greatest basketball player. I think he's top five. Do you put him at five? Do you put him at two? Do you put him at one? That's a good question. Because uh, I, I don't know why if, this isn't if, being talked about. If I, that's a really good point. I think that if I have to be really honest here, 
Um, I think that he's number three. Okay. I think it goes Jordan, LeBron, Curry. If that were to happen. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I think that then you go down that list also. I mean, I think I think Curry's a top 10 player right now, personally. Okay. I think he's that good. Um, he just broke the all-time three-point record. He's the greatest shooter of all time. He's, he's already got that. He's, he's only 33. <laughs> he's got, and he's probably, you could argue, he's probably got four more solid seasons left in him. If he walks away with another MVP, picks up his third, if he wins a finals and a finals MVP alongside a healthy, a healthy Warriors team, which I want to say too, let's give credit to their organization for not selling. Yeah. They did not sell. Right. They said, okay, Katie's out. Right. If Clay Thompson's healthy, look, the Warriors are still competing the last couple of years. So I would almost argue that it might be better off that the Warriors have had the struggles they've had because they've been able to reload and revamp. And they've been able to get young good, guys, like good young talent. They have, uh, they've got Wiseman. Kuminga, they've got Wiseman. They've got, why is no one talking about him? Like, he's injured right now. So he'll yes, be coming back. But soon. like the Warriors, Clay was out. So they did terrible. And then they get a lottery pick. And you're like, why did that not scare anyone? Oh my gosh! I mean, yeah. it's terrifying. Yeah, the scarier part was that they could have gotten Lamelo Ball even too. Look at the, the impact uh, he's had on the Hornets. Even though I love him in Charlotte, so I'm super okay with that. Yeah. Um, but and, and let's say Wiseman doesn't pan out, he becomes a great trade piece for yeah. another superstar player. And you have an amazing player in Jordan Poole who, oh when gosh. Clay's back, do you think that he's up for six man of the year? Yeah. I mean, I think it depends how the minutes roll out. I don't know if yeah, there's a fair. certain like qualification yeah, for that, that award. Because I think there's a lot of guys who are really knocking on the door of that award. Tyler Hero being one. He's averaging 22 a game. He's averaging more points per game than than I think Devin Booker, Chris Paul. Is he not a starter, Tyler Hero? No. <clears throat> he's coming off the bench. Tyler Hero's coming, Tyler Hero's coming off the bench. Breaking he's news he's looking like I mean, he's looking like a starter. Hmm. Um but the Heat look like I mean, the Heat also look like the best team in the East. Yeah. It's it's the Heat and the Bulls look super good. I love watching them play. Their signs all offseason had just have I, for love, those I people, love seeing Zach Levine ball out. Well, and for the people who doubted DeMar DeRozan, I just want to say, like, you're an idiot. Because when that, here's the thing. When they paid Alex Caruso, when they paid Lonzo Ball, when they, when they, when they got DeMar DeRozan, I was like, dang, um, this team looks super good. And I love the way they did it because it's so Bulls brand basketball. And DeMar DeRozan, DeMar DeRozan is the number five in the MVP race right now. Yeah. He's which, one of my favorite NBA players and has been since. Really? Back, Back in the Toronto days. Oh, I loved him in Toronto. Loved him. Yeah. I, did, I couldn't get on board with Spurs as much. It was just weird. But the crazy thing is, though, is that in so he, right now he's shooting about two and a half three-pointers per game, right? And he's shooting 37%. So it's, it's not even been that he, has to, he had to change his game, right? Because that's always been his thing. Is he was like, I'd rather attack the mid-range where I'm more successful from, right, and get what I know than try to change my game to something that's going to maybe shift that up too much. And I become more of a predictable player. Yeah. And so this season, though, alone, the Bulls have just turned into this I mean, super fun to watch team. I mean, they, they have a showtime kind of feel to them. Yeah. And I love that. I love that. And so... NBA is exciting. I'm just, yeah, I'm curious to see where the season goes. I LeBron's still out. AD is AD's balling out. Um, but, I mean, they, they just don't look great. No. I mean, also, too, I found this out last night watching a video uh, about DeMar DeRozan. He, he was under the impression that him going to the Lakers was like a done deal. And that it just in the ninth hour or the 19th hour, whatever it is, that it fell through. And Chicago was his backup plan. And, oh, my gosh, there have been a couple of those already. Buddy Heald not being signed instead of Westbrook. DeMar DeRozan not being the guy instead of Westbrook. Accepting Caruso back instead of trying to pursue a guy like Russell Westbrook. And those three guys alone have made them look like idiots. Yeah. 
because Westbrook is putting up eh numbers, and these other guys are going on if, in their youth to continue to have success every single game. Yeah. I love it. Let's see where the NBA season takes us. But are you pulling for anybody? Like, do you have a team? Like, I know you're not a big NBA guy, but no, do you have a team? I, um, I mean, I'm always happy when Grizz win, just Team Tennessee and yeah, all that, but fair. I don't really care. Love John Morant, but... Yeah. Oh no, I don't gosh. really care to be honest. Get I, that man a shoe. He needs his own shoe. Yeah. Regular season, I don't have a rooting interest, and then playoff, I just go. Uh, what do you call it? Um, what's the word? Like series by series. Like yeah, definitely. In terms of who I want to root for. Yeah. Always go against LeBron. Amen. Always go usually for Memphis, uh, and then I again it's just kind of a case by case basis. Fair enough. I don't have like a team. Love Steph Curry though. I mean, I'm not afraid to say. That I like him and what like would like to see him succeed. Yeah, I know that includes Warriors and everybody's like, oh, bandwagon all that. To be honest, I don't care. I love the Warriors. Yeah, like I know I'm not wor- going around like an eight year old wearing Warriors knee high socks with stupid shorts. Like I'm not that kind of bandwagon. Mm-hmm. I, but I like watching them play. Yeah, fair enough. But I don't have a team, but I do have a player, a future player of the week. Oh, how do you like that transition? I love that. Uh, yes, yeah, so we're changing up. Instead of players of the week, we're gonna do players of the week. Okay, I just said the same thing twice, but. We're going to be looking ahead in terms of who we think is going to ball out versus yep. who did ball out. Yep. So, to start it off, going A.J. Brown. Yes. Wide receiver, Tennessee Titans. I know what Here you're thinking. Go. Spencer. I can hear all 8 billion people saying it. Titans, You're just Titans, picking Titans, Titans. <laughs> I've only picked one Titans player this season. So everybody calm down. I've only, he's the only Tennessee player I've picked. Derrick Henry was in week what, four, whatever it was. So everybody calm down. I'm not just picking Titans. I'm doing it for a few reasons. One, he came out with a message about depression, mental health, all that. I don't know if you saw it. Um, you should watch it. Pretty deep stuff, but really cool. Well, let me rephrase it. Cool in terms of him sharing yeah, the message. His, yeah, uh, that's really awesome. Getting it out there. Love to see that always. Um, hate that he went through all that stuff, but cool to see where he's at now. Great that he shared it. So just loved rooting for that, and then you just want to see him have a good week on top of that. He has never not scored against the Texans in his career. Four games, five touchdowns. Wow. Now, Jeez. Titans know they got to build up this offense a little bit without Derrick Henry. They have struggled the last two weeks, and their defense has bailed them out. Texans don't have a good defense at all. They don't have a good team at all. But their defense mainly is weak. They have Zach Cunningham, who's a tackling machine. Running game's going to struggle because of him. I'm thinking a lot of passes to A.J. Brown. Get him going. He's feeling better. Julio's still out. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I see it shaping up as a good day for him. And d- for whatever reason... Titans fantasy players always show up in divisional games. <laughs> always. I don't know why. Probably because we have a terrible division. But that's what it is. So I'm, I'm looking at A.J. Brown. I think he's going to ball out. I'm curious to see how wrong I am, which we'll find out not next week but the week after when we get back from Thanksgiving. Yeah, true. But that's what I'm looking at. Okay. Well, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hunker down because, I mean, oh, my gosh. It's been pretty hard to, to go against a guy like Steph Curry here recently. Um so he's got to be the guy for me. I he it's an e- it's like oh my god it sucks because you don't want to pick it, but at the same time it's an easy pick. That was an ad. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, you just I ruined mean, the whole show, John. So sorry, guys. That's great. We just lost, look. I'm looking at the ratings, and we just lost eight billion listeners. Crazy. So that's awesome. Wait, did they just come back? I don't know. Oh, breaking news! Just got an alert on my fantasy app that Amari Cooper is now on the IR. So that's great for my fantasy team. He's definitely not my best player. Anyway, continue with your player of the week. <laughs> no, yeah. Steph's been balling out, though. He had 40 bomb against Cleveland, of course, who sucks. But, yeah. nonetheless, though, 
Curry's been doing his thing. He's been helping me in fantasy basketball a lot too. He's been like my guy, just picking up slack. Really? I like pulling it up and I see it's like Steph Curry drops fifty points a game, and I'm like, jeez. Yeah. So, yeah, I would love to see him carry home the hardware at the end of the year, like you're kind of saying. But you know, we'll just have to wait and see. So him, that whole team though, it's hard for me though because the the two teams that I think about right now are the Heat, who are on top of the Eastern Conference, and the Bulls, of course, who are number who are third. Crazy. And so, DeMar DeRozan's also a guy that's up there, and I'm, I'm, he's on my lookout. But continue to look out for guys like for guys like Steph and guys like DeRozan, who are just continuing to ball out. And then the Heat, too, are looking just super good. Yeah. Um, if the season ended today, the Lakers would not make the postseason, and neither would the Bucks. Let it end today. And so just, oh, yeah, that would be just beautiful. Just let that sink in, for those of you who are listening with us. Um, but, yeah, I think that's all we got for you this week. Spence, you got anything to add? No. Um... LeBron sucks. ESPN sucks. Stephen A sucks. Mm-hmm. Go Titans. Go Cards. Go Preds. Who I want to give a shout out to my last week's Player of the Week, Matt Duchesne, who continued to ball out. Mm-hmm. I think it was the day of later that day. He had two goals in the game. Just, I was just oh. like, dang, what a great call. And I'll, you know what? I'll, I don't know if I said this last week. I think I did. Yeah, but I'll say it again. Until Derrick Henry returns, I'm currently temporarily crowning Matt Duchesne King of Nashville. Okay. Until now. That is temporary. Yeah, very temporary. No one is close to Daddy Henry, but for now. I like that. I'm going to pass. We need to make t-shirts. Daddy Henry. Yeah. I might just change my name to that. Yeah. That okay? We could put the, have you seen the Kroger commercial where he's like carrying the Rams players? <laughs> okay, also, this is a super sidebar. You know what I thought was so funny? What? Derrick Henry gets injured. Okay. Mm-hmm. Plays and, the rest of the game. And then, you know what game he missed? The Rams game. Which is where he's in the commercial against uh, the yeah. Rams. I was like, that's so funny. That is interesting. <laughs> that's super ironic. Yeah. Yeah. That's, I noticed that, like, well, a couple weeks ago when it happened. I was like, oh, that sucks. Um, yeah. But, yeah. Um, for those of you wondering, we won't be with you next week. We'll be on Thanksgiving break. So be kind of on the lookout for an episode um, a couple weeks from now. This, this, this will drop next week, of course, um, throughout Thanksgiving break. And then we will be off the week after December and then back at it. Um, come that week, we'll be back to producing and finishing out the semester. Sound good? Sounds good to me. Yeah. And I, 8 billion people just texted me yes. Awesome. So they said it sounds good. Just texted you. I feel like your phone would explode. Uh, actually, I'd be curious to see what happens. Yeah, <laughs> that'd be really interesting. Well, let's find out. You can text me at. No, I'm not giving that money. <laughs> Just kidding. No, <laughs> awesome. Well, I think that's all we got for you this week, Spencer. Like I said, anything I asked? No, no. I mean, if I say something, we're gonna be on here another twenty minutes. So, Fair enough. No. Fair enough. Well, that's all from us here on Untapped Sports. Thanks y'all for listening with us. We will see you in a couple weeks. Bye bye.